welcome to the Eric in the Morning podcast on 101.9 The Mix Chicago. All right, take it away, Eric. Uh, today's hey, I was wondering, uh, text, emails, you can get them to us any way you want. You can post it on our social media sites. The text is 60123. And we use your hey, I was wondering, you get one of those Eric in the Morning tin camping mugs. Yeah. Uh, this comes to us from Jane. Uh, Jane says, hey, Eric, I was wondering... Does Whip still think this was a poor career choice by Taylor Swift? And it has an attachment. So you open the attachment, and I had it printed out, and let me read it to you. <laughs> uh, Whip, Taylor Swift has a message for the most popular group in music history, Rollover Beatles. Taylor is topped the Fab Four by making chart history with the re-release of Fearless. So here's the chart history part. The album hit number one on Friday in the UK, and with that... Taylor has racked up three number one albums in 259 days. Yeah. Three number one albums in 259 days, topping anything that's ever been done in music before. And I believe what Jane is referring to is uh, last year when you advised Taylor Swift as a man in the music industry that her career was on the brink of collapse. Yeah, yeah. She was making poor choices. Right. Uh, by releasing new music, and by God, three albums in a year, has she lost her freaking mind? Right, and I said that just on the first one. Right, right, <laughs> that she was over, that she was done, that she needed to reconsider. And then when that album went to number one in about an hour and a half, that's when you threw Nikki under the bus and said, well, Nikki had given me all the information, and Nikki thinks she's over, too. Yeah, we had collabed course, on that opinion. Nikki's back there in the music department. Right. So now now that all that has transpired and unfolded in the past 259 days, Jane would like to know if you're still holding to that belief. Yeah, well, a couple things, Jane. I mean, I think the jury is still out because we don't know how this is, is going to affect her career. You look five years we down the road. We should all be so lucky to have that jury. Yeah, yeah, five years down the road, you never know how this overkill is going to affect people's uh, desire for she Taylor might, Swift. She might be the emperor, totally. the empress of uh, right. of something. I respect Secondly, how you're sticking to this, Swift. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Secondly, here, here's the other thing. Mm-hmm. Like, they do charts. They do all that stuff very differently now than they used to do. Okay. So it's much easier to pull off the stuff. that no So one you're going buy- conspiracy yeah. theory. No, no, no. It's true, but it's just easier now to do what Easy. she's doing. So yeah. what she's done has yeah. been easy. Because no one buys music anymore. So she's not really competing with anybody else. Just her fans buy her stuff. Mm. Everybody else just, you know, downloads stuff and, and, and streams it for free. Now, uh, Nikki, when all this happened and, uh, and everything that Whip just said turned out to not be true, uh, and then he threw you under the bus. Is there any truth to the fact that you also believed her career choices were poor no. when she started releasing yes, more music? Yes and no. The okay. uh, where where our conversation uh, split mm-hmm. many year a uh, year ago was that we were saying that at that point in time that was when that documentary was out and people were feeling over Taylor. That documentary, the d- documentary Taylor put out about her Americana. Thank you. Yep, Got yep, it. Americana. Um, and. People like in in different tests were saying they were tailored out at that point. See? So we were kind of like, okay, you know, maybe it's time to take a break. And then she did this, and it was a complete departure from what she'd normally done, and mm-hmm. everyone loved it. Thank so, God she didn't listen to you guys. Yeah. I know. So you yeah. think that the reason, and uh, let me read between the lines, you think the reason she was successful was, uh, was because she did something different. Had she done standard Taylor Swift stuff, 
I mean, right off the cliff career-wise, right? Uh, no, not did not say right off the cliff career-wise, right. but I do think the left turn helped. Okay. Uh, and let yeah, me just but- say, honestly, like, uh, ironically, I think this is the best music she's ever made. Oh I really, God. I like this Taylor Swift music better than any of her old stuff. Give me some so bad blood. That's the irony, but uh, no, imagine, never getting back together. imagine if people were not sick of her, how big this could have been. Imagine that. Yeah, how big it could have been. Uh, that being said, another follow-up headline to all that. Man caught trespassing at Taylor Swift's Tribeca apartment. Now why do they Taylor, always do this? To which Taylor Swift said, I have a Tribeca apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Police arrived at the building where Swift lives in Manhattan. After receiving a call of a man trying to gain entry, the suspect, Hanks Johnson, oh, yeah. like a country singer, <laughs> like Dirks Bentley, was arrested without incident. Cops had an open warrant out on Johnson at the time because he'd missed a court date. Taylor, who purchased three apartments in the 10-unit building in 2018, also owns a $17 million townhouse next door. Oh, my God. So she continues to accumulate real estate. Those are the stories. After nine, we'll wrap it up. I have an apartment in Tribeca? When did I buy that? Got a smartphone or tablet? Download the free Mix app from the Apple Store or Google Play. What a weekend. What a big weekend. Man, oh, man. All the shopping that you had to get done ahead of time and the meal preparation, everybody coming over to celebrate one of the big holidays, National Husband Appreciation Day. Baking oh. a cake. Yeah. Multi-tiered. You yeah. probably saw, if you got a chance to whip, you probably saw it. Uh, if you got to the mall over the weekend, like at Woodfield, you know, over, over Christmas, you take a picture with Santa. Yes. Uh, for National Husband Appreciation Day, they got that husband that's just sitting in that chair. <laughs> right, right. You can go up and get your picture taken with him. Yeah. Is he attractive? Uh, well, aren't we all? Yeah. Yeah. It looks right. kind of like, uh, like nice. the cover of the romance novels. Right. right. He's got like the oh. shirt half unbuttoned. Yeah. Is Santa attractive? Yeah, you take a picture with him. That's true. See, Violetta, <laughs> after this list is done, you're going to want a husband. Maybe. Top three things you appreciate about your husband. 312-233-1019. Anita, what do you appreciate? My husband cleans the house for me. Oh, that's uh, nice. That that's is nice. The whole house. He's that kind of guy. Andrea, what do you appreciate? In 21 years of marriage, I've never done one load of laundry. Oh, there my God, go. yes. See? Those type of men are hard to find, wouldn't you say, Andrea? Yes, they are definitely hard to find. There you go. Look at this. Uh, Pam, what do you appreciate about your husband? Hi, Pam. My husband. Hi, my husband makes me coffee every single morning. Oh, there you go. That is I the love way the way she just said to that. Wake up. Yeah. <laughs> At number three, what does your husband make you, Mary? Well, my husband makes me the best cocktail ever. Best oh. cocktails ever. That's a key to the heart, right there. And number two, Lauren. I appreciate that my husband took the boys out to the garage and taught them how to build bar stools. <laughs> there you go. To go along with the cocktails that of before. great. And finally, in at number one, Husband Appreciation Day, what do you appreciate about your husband, Renee? My husband is the gasoline fairy. Oh, that's, those guys are yeah. the best. I've heard about those. Those guys are the best, the every gas fairy. Single, every single season, it doesn't matter how cold, how hot. There was a string of time where I worked only night shifts. I would never get up from sleep without a full tank of gas ready to go to work. Full tank wow, of gas. Why are you making is... the who farted face, Violetta? For Renee, that's a lovely sentiment. You even shook your head no. You wouldn't like somebody to do that for you? Um, No one's ever pumped my gas for me, even though they tried once. And <laughs> um, 
I wouldn't yeah. want them taking my car to go put gas. See, like, it you, just, this is this will all change for her. Someday. Yeah, I was gonna You're say like, I, I might have felt the same way, and then I found out my brother does that for my sister in law, and I was yeah. immediately angry. Like, how is ne- I've never had the gas fairy come. If every time you look down at your gas tank and you saw full. But yeah. it's like you're driving Don't it anyway. Don't rain on Renee. No, I'm not. I wasn't going to say anything. You're the one well, calling I, out I, my face. There's nothing I can do because you were over there like... Mm, mm, mm. It's just strange to me. I can't, I can't imagine a world you. where a man would wake up, go See? drive my car... There you go. ...and get gas and then put it back in the garage. Well, then and then I wake up in the morning. You better embrace the concept of sharing one of these days. Miss <laughs> me, 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 me. Hey, it's Eric. You know, wow. Wasn't that entertaining? That was something, huh? Imagine what's coming next. Uh, this, this is what's coming next, right here. Hey, all this hot dog talk has been entertaining, says 708. Has it? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds patronizing the way they say it. I'm wondering if you guys think a hot dog is a sandwich. Finally, someone with some sanity, Julie. I'm going to say no, and my theory is that if it's sliced meat or a spreadable material like egg salad or tuna salad or peanut butter and jelly, then it makes it a sandwich, and I think that theory should stand. So you say tube meat doesn't qualify, but (laughs) sliced meat doesn't. Your meat's got to be flat. Right. A hamburger Uh, is not a sandwich. Okay. Well, that's a hamburger. A hot dog is a hot dog. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Uh, anybody buy into Julie's argument? It's the shape of the meats. No, I just think we're yeah. arbitrarily making stuff up. Yeah, I want to, but then what about a chicken sandwich? Because that's like a, you know what I mean? That's not a slab. Sl- like, a right. chicken that's like sandwich a- is kind of like a burger, but it just happens to be chicken. It's right. the Thank same you, exact <laughs> idea. <laughs> but we well, call but it a sandwich. she said a burger is not a sandwich. Uh, so you. I almost feel uh. like there's a bun thing there, but the chicken uh, uh, negates that. It's, uh, it's more bun-based. Uh, hey, April. Hey. Hi, what do you think? I mean, I really do think it's really not, but I think part of it is you have a meatball sandwich, and that's like ground meat on bread. You know, you have different kinds of uh, beef sandwich. Uh-huh. So I feel like meat, bread, I mean, yeah, it's a bun, but I think it could and couldn't be. I don't look at it as a sandwich personally, but I feel like I could see where you can. Yeah, Same I thing. Can. Well, I, I, how about, can I ask a question? Sure. sure. So an Italian beef sandwich. That's what we're here to do. Let's say an Italian beef sandwich. Uh, okay. Yeah. Like no one disputes that's a sandwich, right? But it's sort no. of it's sort of got a it's the got hoagie a hoagie roll. Right. It's got a it's not two separate slices of bread. It's a roll or right. it's a bun. It opens and uh-huh. closes similar to a hot dog, uh-huh. although again, it's not a tube meat. Uh-huh. That's the thing. That's the thing. Uh-huh. But a meatball sandwich is. A meatball sandwich is it's three meatballs on a, you know, yeah. a roll. On a hoagie well. roll also. And, and no one disputes that's yeah. a sandwich. So I think these are arguments in favor of the dog being a sandwich. These are the kind of things. <laughs> that make my dad call me each day and go, seriously, I paid for college. Seriously? I was just This for college. I paid for this. Oh, my gosh. Trending on Twitter on the Eric in the Morning Show. Trending on Twitter. And into what's trending on Twitter, your top three things. Ready to roll at number three. Yes. Oh, uh, I, I don't know. I, that was a short intro. Yeah. Um, well, you know, you got to keep you on your toes. <laughs> I guess it didn't work. Do it a little different every day so you don't fall into that same routine where you're just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is he done? Um, Taylor Swift really just won't stop and can make news even when there isn't much to tell. She's trending right now after revealing that she's currently working on her, on her next re-recorded album, oh, good. Taylor's version, after the whole Scooter Braun project. So she's starting another album. <laughs> As we told you earlier, she's had uh, three number ones in 259 days. Albums. Which is crazy. Nuts. 
Trending on Twitter, number two. Lizzo excitingly uploads a TikTok showing that Chris Evans responded to her <laughs> after sliding into Captain America's DMs. She admits that she was a little bit tipsy when she sent him a message. His response is pretty priceless. He says, no shame in a drunk DM. God knows I've done a lot worse on this app, <laughs> oh. LOL. Because if you remember, he got caught up with some, like, you know, video accidental Took picture. Took his pants off or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she just sent him emojis. Like, that's what's even funnier. Is, I don't, I didn't totally get what she sent him, but right. it must have meant something. Uh, horseback riding and uh, <laughs> God knows what else. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And trending on Twitter, number one. Fast and Furious and Dinosaurs, along with the new trailer for the ninth, Fast and Furious director Justin Lin also entertained the idea that a crossover with Jurassic World might be happening. He says, hey, never say never, and that I don't want the show to be boxed or the movie to be boxed in and labeled as one kind of film. So who knows? What are the two? Fast and Furious and? And Jurassic World. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. And cars. And cars. (laughs) Sign me up. Have you told your friends about the Eric in the Morning podcast? You probably should. Anybody listening who went through an engagement breakup, what happened to the ring? Reports are saying that Jennifer Lopez has no plans to return her $1.8 million engagement ring to Alex Rodriguez. Hmm. Again, we don't know the circumstances of that relationship, but we do with these. That's where we're headed. Hi, Jessica. Hi. Hi. All right. So you had an engagement. I did. It broke up. He broke it up. What happened to the ring? I sold the ring. You sold it. (laughs) I did. Okay. And uh, what did you end up doing with the money? I went on a vacation to Hawaii. Okay. All right. Did he end up asking for the ring back or did that never come up in conversation? Oh, he absolutely did. We, he got a lawyer involved, and they um, pretty much told him he was crazy. So, ah, okay, <laughs> I can just sense the, that yeah. there's a lot to that story. A lot of he said, she said going on in that story. I bet sure. you had fun in Hawaii. Yeah, though. that's I'm a way certain. to do it. How can you not? Hey, Carol. Hi. You had an engagement. I did. It broke up. It did. And what happened to the ring? I sold it and bought a Louis purse. Okay. Ooh, I love There's it. There's the purse. There's the purse mm-hmm. right there. These women are rebounding properly. Uh-huh. And did uh, did he break up or did you break up? Who broke it up? You know, it was kind of mutual, but kind of more on my end. Aha. All right. And then, all that being said, did he ever ask for it back? He did not ask for it back. I did offer it, and he said no. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Look at you guys. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. So, I still have the purse. Okay. <laughs> Don't have the man, but still have the purse. All right. Hi there, Emily. Hi. Engagement breaks up. What happens to the ring? Um. So I decide to keep it. It was kind of a mutual breakup, but more on his end than mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and his dad actually bought the ring. So that's kind of like a main part of the story. So I think he really wanted it back so that he could get <laughs> the money back. Right. So, but you um, really didn't want to give it back. I didn't want to give it back because I looked at it as a gift. Um, and, you know, we were supposed to get married. We were high school sweethearts. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen. Right. So in the end, it was a little bit of a fight over it. Um, so I ended up keeping the ring. My dad helped me sell it. Um, another couple ended up buying it. I took the money and I bought a townhouse with it. I used it as my down payment. <laughs> wow. All right. And did yeah. you ever feel any level of guilt at all? Um, kind of, but not so much. I ended up sending his parents a thank you note. 
Thank you for the townhouse. <laughs> oh, my God. That's if you're in the neighborhood. Like, that's almost worse than a thing. Yeah. Wow. So it helped me get my life started up. And wow. now I'm happily yeah. married for 17 years. So. Oh, yeah, like there's jamming some salt in the wound a little mm. bit, right? Oh, let's get a man's uh, viewpoint on it. Hi, Greg. Hi, how you doing? Uh, so the engagement breaks up, and what happens? Well, it, 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 one day one day we're having dinner, uh-huh. and she was giving me several ultimatums in regards to what was going to happen with us after uh, mm-hmm. the engagement. Right. And I was not liking none of the ultimatums, <laughs> and so uh-huh. and so I took her hand in my hand. <laughs> And slowly slipped the ring off her finger. <laughs> oh, oh my God! When she Greg. wasn't looking, I slipped the ring off, and I made a run for and it. And booked out of the restaurant. <laughs> hey. Wow! All's fair. It's either a townhouse or slip it off her ring finger and run. Hey, it's Eric. So, are we having any fun yet? Well, actually, this was one of my favorite moments from this morning show. It- at least I think it was. Here it is. All right. A mother throws away son's toys after he refuses to clean room on TikTok. Tabitha recently told her five-year-old son to clean his room. He responded with, no, you clean it, Mommy. <laughs> she responded by grabbing a large trash bag and throwing all his toys away. Hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's coming in hot. Yeah, she means business. You remember that strange, weird punishment you were once given, Diane? Yeah, I don't know what my sister and I did to tick my dad off, but uh-huh. he had had enough of us and said, that's it, you guys are going. Gave us suitcases, told us to pack and leave, but wouldn't let us take anything because he bought it all for us. So it's not like you were 19, though. You were like seven? Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Much more effective on a seven-year-old. A 19-year-old's like, fine. And wouldn't let let them take anything. That's That's hilarious. Andrea. Hi, Andrea. Yeah. Hi. So um, I was a little older than five, though. I was probably, I want to say like eighth grade. My dad had asked me to um, do the dishes, mm-hmm. and I, you know, being a teenager, didn't do them right away. Right. Went out with friends, came home, and uh, all of the dirty dishes, like pots full of water, were all over my bed. <gasps> Pack them on oh, your bed. Wow. Wow. Gross. Well, make that mistake again. Yeah. Maureen. Uh, yeah, all five of us kids had to share a room for a week. Oh, <laughs> oh that, wow. That is effective. Yep. That is miserable and effective. <laughs> It was more effective for the older kids, the ones who were like teenager, close to teenage years. Mm-hmm. The younger three of us thought it was just a camp out, and it was Aww. awesome. It's like yeah, a party. Yeah, we yeah. should do this more often. It yeah. sort of worked. Yeah. Hi, Lindsay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was like 10 years old. I lied about something, and I really don't remember what it was, but my dad was so mad. He made me write letters to like my older cousins. I'm the youngest cousin, and tell them what I did. He made you write so letters to the family? You will yeah, write everybody cousin. in this family and tell them what you've done. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was so embarrassing. Wow. That's not a bad one. I'm going to have to remember that one. Uh, hi, Nicole. Yeah, so when I was 15 or 16, my parents were tired of me having clean and dirty clothes all over my floor, all over my closet floor. So they decided to put all of my clothes in trash bags hide them from me so i only had one or two outfits to wear mm. rotate through for like a week straight wow oh, that's, that's the worst phone line ever we're having problems with there but that would be the worst right yes hi jill hi hi what my, happened? my parents used to make my brother and i go out in the yard on three acres and pick up rocks and fill big 
pickle buckets of rocks until they were totally full. And we had to carry them back to the house. That is right. Wow. You are not done till there's a pickle bucket full of rocks. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds horrible. You know, pickles come into play next hour. More on that in a second. Uh, hi there, Heidi. Hi. You recall my, that uh, uh, punishment? Oh, I do. So my brothers and I used to do our own laundry. We hang them in the basement to dry if they couldn't go through a dryer. Uh-huh. My mom got sick of it. And I got a phone call from my brother. I was old enough to be working. And he said, you got to come home. Mom threw all of our clean laundry on the front lawn. Oh, there you go. Wow. Yeah. That sounds vaguely familiar. Hmm. More on that on the way. And finally, uh, Kathy. Hi, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Weird punishment? Yes, totally. I was probably 15 or 16. And my older sister had picked me up from a party, but she caught me smoking. So when we got home, we got home and she told my dad. So my dad um, went outside with me. He didn't yell at me or anything. Just sat outside in the bench with me. It was probably like 11, 11.30 p.m. And he just started talking about life with me. But he made me smoke the whole pack. I knew that was coming. Oh, I knew that was coming. It was probably like almost a full pack, maybe like 17 cigarettes in there when I got home. He smoked maybe like three with me. And then I smoked the rest. And we were up till probably... Three o'clock in the morning. It was awful. Uh, I I didn't smoke for a long time after that. Yeah. Didn't quit forever. Point made. Point made. Whoa. Follow the Eric in the Morning Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Eric Morning Mix. Getting all unexpectedly romantic. Yeah. The eight unexpected romantic gestures that your partner's going to love, they say. Number one being, do a blank that your partner hates. No, it's not like dude or anything like that. Oh, no. <laughs> no one is that. Would be that. Really, that would be a no wake one. up. That would be really, really bad. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Not, not you, the don't answer. Don't do that. <laughs> Melissa, do a blank that your partner hates. Do a chore that they hate. That is yeah. exactly oh, right. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I didn't yes. even get that. How easy was that? Yeah, it was so easy. And you guys didn't get it. Melissa did. What'd you have, Violetta? I had activity. Uh, what'd you have, Nikki? Chore. What'd you have, Whip? I couldn't think of anything. Couldn't think of anything. <laughs> Nothing at all. On the easiest question we're we'll ever going to Is I... that easy, Melissa? Yeah, that was so easy. Uh, it was so easy. Oh. The eight unexpected romantic gestures your partner's going to love. Number one, do a chore that your partner hates doing. What would that chore be? Ooh, Just uh, in, in, you know, for you. Cleaning out the drain. Cleaning uh, out the drain. I hate oh. that. Hair right, yeah. or even the food sink drain. Yeah. What would that one be in your house, Ugh. Nikki? I'm thinking laundry. Laundry. Yeah. What would it be in your house, Rip? How about like uh, cleaning the floor? Cleaning the floors. That's a pain. Yeah. I'm just going to go with straightforward cooking dinner. Mm. <laughs> uh, make one of their bucket list dreams come true. Well, except for that, that one weird one. But uh, one of their bucket list dreams come true. Chores seems much easier. Than the bucket list? Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah. You know, least. romance isn't always easy. <laughs> Eight unexpected romantic gestures that your partner's going to love also on the list. Surprise them with something nice if they've had a bad day. That's kind of all-encompassing. Mm-hmm. Pick them up at work. <gasps> that is the best. When somebody picks you up from work, Easy. no, it is so cool. You're, they're like, "Hey, I'll be, I'll be downstairs whenever you're ready." Like, oh my god, what? That's amazing. Where are we going? What are we doing? Somebody, 
Can somebody grab that Red Bull? I, it, no, it's Just really take great. The Red Bull away. It's a it's a good feeling Ooh. that doesn't happen enough. Uh, try to read their emotions. It was very difficult there a second ago. Trying to read the emotions. <laughs> yeah. Have a picnic at home. Uh, no, that just sounds good. That's not really. That sounds yeah. horrible. No. And then this one is so random. On the eight unexpected romantic gestures that your partner's going to love. Bring them back a souvenir from your trip. Oh, what? that they didn't get to go with you? <laughs> like a magnet. Yeah, yeah. Here's a, here's a <laughs> yeah. really cool hat that yeah. doesn't really fit so you quite like, right. Should I take like an, uh, one of those Eric camping mugs and bring yeah. it home? Bring like, Here home. you go. Bring I one was... of those. That'll be great. for you. Bring him back a souvenir from your trip. My friend went to the Bahamas and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. Exactly right. for that. Love Eric in the morning. Don't miss Eric in the afternoon. Weekdays at 530 on 101.9 The Mick Chicago. This is how we start the weekend wrap up right here. Oh, Brittany. She's totally fine. Uh, Why is everybody so worried? Yeah. The whole hashtag free Britney movement after the uh, the documentary on, what was that on? Hulu. Hulu. Oh, yeah. You have that web? Uh, I realized I had it when I had to watch this. There you I'm go. like, oh, look at that. I'm already paying. Uh, Britney Spears is assuring fans she's extremely happy and totally fine. Wink, wink. Help me. See, that's exactly the problem, right? Yeah, there. I don't know. No, why everybody wants looks- to. Everybody wants to believe that she's got problems, and she's just like, eh, you know what? Uh, mm-hmm. You don't know anything. Have you seen any of those videos? Oh, she- she's got problems, right? But, right. But I think of what we're saying is uh, that, or at least what I'm saying is, she's got problems, but they seem to have a plan that has them somewhat under control. Although the hashtag Free Britney people would have you believe otherwise and want her to be in complete control of uh, herself and her finances and God knows what would happen then. I don't know. Because they're saying she may not be in control of her social media. That's why everyone's so... She's she's sending out signals. Totally fine. Totally fine. Uh, You know who else is fine? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He has now purchased... Here's a name, a blast from the past. Paul Reiser's (laughs) Beverly Park, California mansion for $27.8 million. Was that Mad About You? What show is that? That's Mad About You money right there. Okay. Mm -hmm. The 17,600-square-foot home has six bedrooms, a tennis court, a baseball diamond. There you go, Whip. Oh, good. A guest house, a gym, olive trees, elevators, a movie theater, indoor and outdoor pools, and a music studio. Paul Reiser did just fine for himself. Yeah, well, that was a big show back in the day. Living big. Is he the trombonist? No, no, he's an actor. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Alex Van Halen originally built the home in 1993 before selling it to Reiser. (laughs) He's bigger than the trombone. Yeah. (laughs) Neighbors include Denzel. A bunch of people that you just know by their first name. Denzel, <laughs> Sly, Rod Stewart, Eddie Murphy, and Sofia Vergara. It's the old people part of Hollywood. <laughs> They've all owned that house, or that's no, their neighbors? The neighbors <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> he's still been laughing at his trombone. I know, he's still loving his joke. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't hear a word you just said. I'm basking in the I trombone heard, glow. I heard it. Well, the, the celebrities often, they buy, uh, It's it's been owned by a string of celebrities since 1940 right, or right, whatever. So right. I thought maybe. No, and there's no, no. a Paul Reiser, I don't know, on Wikipedia, who's a trombonist. Really? Yeah. No, that's not your guy. <laughs> Reese's Peanut Butter Cups is launching their own makeup line. The limited edition collectible is not edible and includes eyeshadows, lip balms, and makeup brushes. You can get it at Ulta. And it smells like peanut butter? I don't know. We should try it on you. Dogs will start attacking you. <laughs> Unless you just, you know what, Viola? You just stay on Wikipedia. Read more about Paul Reiser, the trombonist. Let me get through this. 77 from Detroit. Let me get through R&D. this. I don't want, no, no. Read, read quietly to yourself. Read quietly to yourself. <laughs> Yahoo News says Costco fans rejoiced over the weekend because many locations started offering food samples again. Dun, dun, uh, da. How great is that? No. Yeah. 
I liked it without it because there wasn't the crowding like yeah. around, the, oh, around the food. People go there for lunch and dinner. Totally. Groundbreaking smartwatch could detect COVID and other ailments through your sweat. Oh, wow. Mm. Be on the uh, lookout for that one. That could be happening soon. Business Insider says Facebook is developing an Instagram for kids under the age of 13. They got to you know, get them young. Yeah, keep them protected from the bad content, but get them uh, hooked on the whole thing so we yeah. can really keep this Instagram thing rolling. Yep. Right, Violetta? Yeah. Yeah. A uh, woman streaks at Prince Philip's funeral. Whoa. Oh, how do we miss that? Remember, I've been telling you, I've been teasing this story all morning long. Yeah. Yahoo News says a topless woman interrupted Prince Philip's funeral on Saturday. She ran in front of Windsor Castle while yelling, save the planet, save the planet, stop littering, stop littering, save the animals, stop killing them, save the planet. And she had to take her top off for that. Oh, it tends to get more attention. The streaking incident occurred during a moment of silence for Philip. Oh, that's nice and classy. You know, Dude. Seriously, you're, you're harming your cause. Over there in England, too, neighborhood in England is plagued by a phantom cabbage thrower. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, there, Violetta's back. I, yeah, there she is. I mean, how finished up with a trombone. It's just in time to catch the cabbage thrower. How do you carry that much cabbage? You know, like you got a sack of cabbage to I throw at people. The neighborhood's mm-hmm. being terrorized by a phantom food thrower after cabbages, broccoli, and even some feta cheese oh, have been hurled into gardens all over Stoke-on-Trent, England. Wow. By the way, that sounds like something you might find in the fridge. Tomorrow morning before 7, new feature on the show, in the fridge, could win you tickets to AJR. Oh, my Sweet. God. This will freak you out. Remember I said a second ago that Denver is the town to move to, they say, for millennials, followed yeah. by Seattle, which Whip took personal offense to. I just was surprised. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then Phoenix. Down in Phoenix, an Arizona, Arizona woman wakes up to find her tires slashed mm. and a severed finger on the driveway. Ew. Oh. So whoever was slashing their tires yeah. was not extra careful while doing it and lost a finger. Did not work out. It's karma. Francisca Wyckoff, a former firefighter and EMT, got a surprise when she left her house to find a severed finger on the ground near her new GMC Yukon, which had two tires slashed. Yuck. So do you take that in to run prints? Yeah. I guess yes. you probably should, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Wyckoff said that judging from the trail of blood leading to the house next door, she <laughs> thinks she knows oh who did it. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's horrible. She said that she and her husband were at a get-together when her male neighbor became intoxic- intoxicated and started a physical altercation with the couple. Mm. They suspect. We all know what they suspect That's is going rough. on there. And finally, jumping worms are the new murder hornets. No. Pest control experts say jumping worms are invading America. What? I've never heard of such a thing. No. Oh, I haven't even seen a worm in a long time. Yeah. Worms are invading America. KTVITV says milky worms are four to eight inches long and resemble a snake. They shed their tails when they're threatened. The jumping worms are an invasive species and come from Asia. They damage plants, soil, and other plant life. Jumping worms, murder hornets, we got them all. Trending on Twitter on the Eric in the Morning Show. Trending on Twitter. Time to find out the top three things trending on Twitter. We gave you just a little uh, a little snapshot of it earlier this morning at 7 a.m., which we do each and every morning at that time. Now the updated version with Violetta at number three. Forrest Gump trending because of a viral tweet that states Jurassic Park, Pulp Fiction, Forrest Gump, and Shawshank Redemption were all in theaters at the same time in October of 1994. Wow. Well, mm. <laughs> those are some good movies because right now it's like Bad Boys 10 and King Kong. What is wrong with Bad Boys 10? <laughs> 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 Nothing. 
trending on Twitter. Number two. Um, PEMDAS? After a math, a PEMDAS is trending. After a math equation goes viral, people remind each other about the order of operations, which commonly is remembered as the acronym PEMDAS. Remember, like parentheses, E for something, M for something. It must um, have really worked well. Yeah, no, it didn't I've work never heard me. of it and you don't no. know what it is. I don't know what you it know is. PEMDAS, right? Whip. I have, don't think I've ever heard this. Your wife's a math teacher. Yeah, I'm, I uh, I don't know if she's discussed this. I'm sure she knows it. Oh, well, it's a if really... If only she were here right now. Right, exactly. <laughs> okay, I, don't, I don't know this one. I've been working on this math equation for like an hour and a half. It's so hard. She has. It's six divided by two, and then in parentheses, one plus two. You got to figure out what X is. Um, math I know... on the radio wait, is wait, a little wait. hard. Yeah, yeah. No, it's easy. Well, why Why were you doing that for the past hour? Because I've been trying to figure this out. It's trending on Twitter. I think the answer is seven, but I don't really know how they get there. All right. <laughs> you know what? Just put it on Instagram later. It'll be fine. And trending on Twitter, number one. I'm going to give you this math equation to see if you can figure it out. I'm busy trying to do the radio show. Oh. <laughs> I got I to gotta try to figure out when to squeeze hey. in some Silk Sonic. I don't have time for You'll get it. Math. That's just all the remember, math we can handle. Just remember PEMDAS. Yes. Pem, yes. Pem, is it PENDAS or PEMBAS? PEMDAS. Isn't that the nickname or the name of the, the warthog on... Uh, on uh, Pumbaa. Oh, that's Pumbaa. Yeah, Pumbaa. Oh, you guys are connected. I would Pumbaa. have never thought you were talking about Pumbaa. And trending on Twitter, number one. Aiden and his leather chair trending. Aiden, as in the one that Carrie should have picked in Sex and the City, is coming back to the revival. Mr. Big, the one she actually picked, is not. Um, uh, Chris Knott, you know. Mm-hmm. Aiden does... Chris Knott. Isn't that his name? Chris Knott? No. Yeah. yeah. Chris Knott. But it looks like Knott. But it looks like Knott. Yeah. Or not. Right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Aiden still does this thing to me. He gives me butterflies when I see his face, and I'm so Was excited. Was that John Corbett? Mm-hmm. Is that who that is? Uh, yeah. You don't even know. You're too busy doing math. <laughs> <laughs> what was this? Uh, yeah. I don't know. He does butterflies for me. John Corbett? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't really know. Aiden. Everybody knows I don't know Aiden. math. I don't know Carry the one. I don't know yeah. Aiden. I exactly. Know. Subtract three. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Eric in the Morning podcast. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss a moment of Eric in the Morning on 101.9 The Mix Chicago.